WNT9 Talk Radio And today We will be having A awesome conversation With A wonderful sister By the name of Myrna Coot And The special topic Today will be on Reiki And Reiki healing So I want you all to Find yourself in a comfortable position and uh, make make sure you have a pen and a piece of paper and take note. All over social media, you hearing a whole lot about healing. Today, you will be introduced, if not already, to a wonderful science. Uh, and uh, me myself, I'm looking very forward to it. So without further ado, let's make sure that our sister, Myrna Coot, is on the line with us today. Peace, goddess, are you there? Yes. Greetings. Greetings, greetings, greetings. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm awesome. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been looking forward to this particular interview for some days now. <laughs> And uh, I want to ask you off the back um, in regards to Reiki. Are you a Reiki practitioner? Yes, I'm a Reiki practitioner. I'm a, actually a level three Reiki practitioner. And the form of Reiki that I practice is Uthi Reiki. And the name Uthi comes from Mikayo Uthi, who is a Japanese monk, and he was the one that rediscovered Reiki. So they do have different forms of Reiki, but the particular form that I do practice is Uzi Reiki. For those who don't know, Reiki is what? How would you describe it? Is it is it a religious practice? Um, no, not at all. Reiki can be practiced by, by anyone. Um, you don't have to be of a particular faith. It's like some of the yoga. Um, there's a lot of people that practice yoga which don't necessarily, even though it was founded um, in India, and it's more or less considered a Hindu practice, um, you don't have to be of that sort of faith to practice Reiki. So I need to practice yoga. So the same goes with Reiki. Um, there's many benefits for anyone. How long have you been uh, practicing? I've been practicing Reiki for about four years now, and it's been an amazing journey. Um, when I was first attuned to Reiki, it just really transformed my life. It's really been a spiritual journey for me. And it's such a beautiful gift that I just wanted to share it with everyone. And that's the thing about Reiki. It's like it's a gift that's meant to be shared with the world. In regards to Reiki, what is it? Is it, is it uh, yoga or what, what is it? No, actually, um, yoga and Reiki are actually two different practices. Reiki is the ancient form of energy healing, whereas yoga is more, I don't want to say exercise, because if you practice yoga, and I also practice yoga, and it, yoga is so much more of an exercise, but um, I guess to say yoga would be more of a form of exercise, but back to the day when the purpose of practicing yoga was to prepare one's body for meditation, right. and I guess that's where the similarities come in with Reiki and yoga, because you could also use Reiki to prepare you for meditation because I also do Reiki before I meditate. Or I can even use Reiki as a form of meditation and 
I guess that's where the similarities would be between Reiki and yoga, because they both promote a deep state of relaxation. That sounds like something I definitely need. Um, <laughs> does it require much time? Like, how do we get into it? Is there something that you have to be, um, you know, um, like when I learned uh, Salat and Islam, we were mm-hmm. actually, you know, we were uh, actually taught how to make uh, Salat, how to mm-hmm. make prayer. And yeah. um, so is Reiki's like hands on something like that? It is. And it all depends if you just want to receive Reiki or if you actually want to be attuned to it, where you become a Reiki practitioner and want to teach it to others. But if you do want to become a Reiki practitioner, there's actually three different levels of Reiki. Mm. Um, you have level one, which is more of a beginner's class for Reiki. And in that class, it's just um, it's basically a practice of giving Reiki to yourself. And then you have level two where you practice giving it long distance. And level three is like the master level. And in this level, you can teach it and also attune others. And that was just a quick overview of the three different levels, but it goes, it goes so much more deeper. Um, right. So, of course, on the beginning level, I'm sure there are things that, you know, uh, that one would need to understand first. It gives you an overall review of the history of racing, um, what it does, and how it can better help you in everyday life. And it affects you not just on a physical level. It's great for your physical, spiritual, and emotional and mental well-being as well. Mm. Is there any um, uh, connections, you know, uh, between the ancient Egyptians uh Enrique? Most definitely, yes. Although the healing art of Reiki was preserved and rediscovered in Japan by Mikayu Ufi, right. um, its roots can be traced back to the motherland. It was also practiced in Egypt or, or Kemet, and it was also called Kemetic Reiki, and it was practiced by Egyptians, priests, physicians, laymen, and it, and it was also used in other parts of Africa. Mm. And yes, the practice is very um, similar because there's certain symbols that you use in Reiki. And upon my research, it was it was amazing. Like sim- the symbols are so similar, so you can see where it actually got its roots from. Right. Yeah, I, I kind of um, noticed. You know, when you when you break down Reiki, you know, two words: Ray, Re, God's wisdom, and Key, life force, energy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that's basically what Reiki is. It's life force energy that one is tapping into. I mean, energy is everywhere. Everything is energy, raw energy. And it's just free-flowing energy that one can tap into for healing purposes. Right. So is it is it like a supercharged um, chanting? Or um, someone told me no matter what you're into, the practice of Reiki would enhance it. Oh, most definitely. Um, like I stated earlier, it's... It has so many benefits, and it's great for your overall health. It just creates a harmony and balance within your body. So it's not just for physical health, but it's just—it's a great balance. And right. just like you take care of your physical body right. by exercising and eating and trying to get enough rest, it's so important that we take care of our energetic bodies because a lot of times we forget about that. Um, but yes, it's very important that we take care of our energetic body, and that's where Reiki comes in. It helps to balance energies within our bodies because we have what's called chakras in our bodies or meridians 
Right. And the word chakra in Sanskrit means spinning wheel. So we have seven, we have like over 100 chakras in our body, mm. but there's seven major chakras that we like to focus on. And you have your root chakra, which is your first chakra. Then you have your second chakra, which is your sacral chakra, and your third chakra, which is your solar plexus chakra. And then you have a fourth chakra, which is your heart chakra. Throat chakra is your um, fifth. Then you have your third eye chakra and crown chakra. And a lot of times, um, the energy that's flowing in your body, especially in those chakras, can come be come blocked or stagnated, and it's not playing throat. It's not flowing freely. Mm. So that's where Reiki comes in, and it helps to get rid of the stagnant energy, and um, it just brings everything into balance. Because a lot of times, if your energetic body is not in harmony and balance, it can cause physical or mental dis-ease within the body. So it's really important to take care of that energetic body. Wow. So Reiki can actually um, help me with uh, some corrections within myself and dealing with the chakras and um, the alignment of myself, um, getting Most in definitely. tune with my higher self. Uh, diet, is that a, a, you know, is that a contribution at all? Proper diet? Um, yes, that's always, within anything, diet is always a part. <laughs> you know, the healthier, the healthier we are, the better, better our body is going to work. And, you know, that affects us not just physically, but on every level whether it's emotionally or spiritually. Right. I was, I was asked, um, why was, uh, Buddha so obese when, um, he's used as a, a principle of, uh, higher, um, atonement, you know, mm-hmm. he, 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 why was he obese? I didn't have an answer for that. So. <laughs> you know, that's a good, that's a very good question. <laughs> One that I never thought of before. <laughs> you know, I, I, I did reply, though. I said, well, you know, that's that's their thing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you I, know, it's funny you should ask that. Um, this, I mean, because I may have, well, an answer or maybe an answer to that, but um, but it's, it's going to take us in another direction. <laughs> right, right. But, um, yeah. So pain relief, um, stress, anxiety. Yes, and the many benefits of yoga are it helps with pain, anxiety, fatigue, depression, it relieves stress, promotes relaxation, um, strengthens the immune system, calms the mind, cleanses the chakras and aura, strengthens intuition and spiritual connection. It also helps to raise one's vibration, and it restores the mind, body, and spirit. And so many benefits. I probably didn't list them on because it lists them off because there's so many. But those are some of the few benefits that you can receive from um, Reiki. And me personally, um, I, I have experienced, you know, giving it to my clients. Um, once there's a gentleman that came for me for Reiki, and he had a headache, but he didn't. I didn't know that he had a headache. But after the session, he's like, you know, I had a headache, and after Reiki, my headache was gone. And I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's pretty amazing. At one time, like a few months back, I was out running some errands. Because I also give myself Reiki each day. Right. So I was out running some errands, and I got like a major headache. I used, It was like a migraine headache. And it's very rare that you get migraine headaches. So I came home, and I still had the migraine headache. And 
it was also giving, you know, sometimes when you have migraine, you get nauseous. So I was feeling nauseous with this pounding headache. So I just came home and gave myself Reiki. And also when I do Reiki, sometimes within my Reiki practice, I'll use crystals because that helps to amplify the energy also. Okay. So what I did was I put a clear quartz crystal on my forehead um, for that chakra point, And then I put another, I believe it was a citrine um, crystal right. on my sacral chakra, which is that's the second chakra just below your belly button for the nausea. And I kid you not, I gave myself Reiki and within less than five minutes, my migraine was gone and wow. the nausea was gone. And I was in awe because I knew I knew it would work, but I was so surprised at how quickly it worked. So yes, Reiki is just a beautiful gift to have. It comes wow. from hand. <laughs> yes. And I've also given it to I have two sons. I, I've given it to them, and I've also given it to my parents also. Mm. And I give it to friends. So it's, it's a beautiful gift. So when you spoke of the chakras, um, mm-hmm. would you be able to, to would you be able to tell us um, at what points? Um, I know you mentioned a few. So like um, um, most of the time, people hear about chakras and don't know where they actually are seated um Mm -hmm. the root chakra is that where is that is that the feet actually the root chakra is right there by your pubic bone the pubic area okay that is where your root chakra is and that's and that's the first chakra and the color that every chakra has a different color Mm. and that particular chakra is red it's almost like the color of the rainbow actually (laughs) wow because Yes, and then you have your sacral chakra, which is your second chakra, and that is a orange color. And then your solar plexus chakra is your third chakra, and that's a yellowish color. And then your heart chakra is located by your heart center, and that that color is green. <laughs> and then you have your throat chakra, which is located right by your throat, the middle of your throat, and that's blue. And then you have your third eye chakra, which is more of a lavenderish colors which is located right between your brows and then your crown chakra is on top of your forehead and that color is more of an indigo like a bluish purplish color so all these chakras um sometimes some of these chakras could be out of balance um they could be under activated or over activated for instance if someone's throat chakra is under activated they may be shy and not they don't like to speak up for themselves right and if it's overactive, then that's when you have someone that may speak too much. <laughs> so it's like it's a delicate balance, and it's sometimes not. It sometimes can be a challenge to have all your chakras all balanced and working as they should, because some could be balanced while others are out of balance. So it's like a delicate balance. So that's where Reiki comes in, and it just balances the chakras, and because they're like those major chakras um, are like vortexes of energy. They're always spinning and that's basically what creates the life force that's within your body so it's very important that you want to keep it flowing and not having have any type of blocks or stagnant or stagnated energy within them and it also is great for your aura too and you know the aura is the human energetic field that surrounds your body so it's also great for that also they all work together in keeping your body balanced now, when you you mentioned uh, um, 
I'm not sure if you said rose quartz or you mentioned a stone. Oh, clear quartz. Clear quartz. Okay. Uh, um, is is the nature of uh, you know gems, stones? Is that part of uh, Reiki culture? Um. Well, yes. You can use um, crystals for many different things, but one of the things that crystals are used for also healing. And because everything is energy, and those crystals, they all have a certain, they carry and vibrate off of a certain frequency. So it's great for healing. And a lot of practitioners, such as myself, use the stones um, within our Reiki practices because it helps to amplify the healing energy. Right. And it's also great. I also love clear quartz also because I also wear, I also have a pendant that I wear. Because it helps to keep my energy grounded. Mm. Okay. So, yes, it, they have many different things. You just mentioned a minute ago about uh, life, you know, the the uh, the, the uh, chakras and relations to um, lifespan and uh, the, the, the energy within the chakras, um, mm-hmm. if they're um, being properly fed, they could prolong life in a human being. Most definitely. Um, on Most the definitely. on the other side of it, are we saying that? Of course, we know you know drugs, alcohol, things of that nature, um, mm-hmm. lack of exercise, things, thing you know the, the basic things we hear all the time. What are some of the other things that um, people may not be aware of that could be just as um, pulling as uh, alcohol, drugs, lack of exercise? Because we hear those things, you know, kind of like every day throughout our whole lives, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. um, how about how about um, lack of sleep? Maybe not now during the pandemic, but everybody, you know, uh, actually, yeah, during the pandemic, maybe a lot of people are not getting proper sleep. Most definitely, and that is so important, especially... <laughs> In times like pandemics, it's so important that you take care of your body. And um, sleep is very important. As you know, our body heals while we're asleep. And another thing is a lot of times when I give um, my Reiki clients Reiki, one of the things that happens is they usually fall asleep (laughs) because it's such a, it's so relaxing. And And I was thinking maybe one of the reasons why that could happen is because that's a great way to really kickstart the healing and get a deeper healing because as you know, when we sleep, that's when our bodies heal, our cells regenerate and our body gets rid of a lot of things. So that's probably one of the reasons why <laughs> a lot of people sometimes fall asleep when they sleep breaking. So yeah, sleep mm. is so important. It is so important for us to get at least eight hours of healing. Now is, is, is Reiki in the air? Is it something that's, omnipresent is it everywhere yes it's universal energy so it's everywhere and the beauty about reiki also is that i could give it to people people someone doesn't have to be with me physically to receive reiki they could be in another state or somewhere else in the world and still receive reiki because reiki is free-flowing universal energy that's not um, limited by time or space Mm. And they get the same benefits as if they were with me physically. Now, is that something I would have to believe in, or is it something that 
you actually perform over the phone? How, how does that work, long-distance Reiki? Um, yes. Well, if someone wanted um, a long-distance Reiki, um, usually, you know, in the beginning, I would talk to them over the phone, ask them if they had any questions or any concerns. And then right after that, um, I would hang up the phone with them, and then I would go into the Reiki session, and I would just send it to them. And then after the session, I would call them and ask them how the Reiki session went, if they have any questions, or how do they feel, et cetera. And then I would follow up with them maybe next, the next year or two to see how, how they're feeling and how they, how they like the session. So they would definitely be aware of what's going on. Um, it all depends on the person. Every individual is different. If you're more sensitive to energy, you're, you'll probably feel something. But um, some people feel like a tingling sensation or heat. Just because you don't, or some people may not feel anything. But just because you don't feel anything doesn't mean it's not working. Right. Reiki is very subtle but yet powerful. Now, for someone who has no knowledge of Reiki and um, they may be going through something with their health, maybe even something with a job or, um, you know, they're, they're like in between jobs, can't seem to find themselves, you know, grounded. What would be your approach to that person or, or is it for that person to approach you? Well, like I said, it, it relieves stress. So, Giving them Reiki will definitely give them a sense of being grounded and being more balanced. So they would they would definitely need to have an idea of what it is that they are seeking. Most definitely. Yeah. And another thing, sometimes when I give Reiki to my clients, well, I had this client one time after I gave her Reiki, and she, it, she got very emotional to the point where she was at, she was actually crying. So Reiki also helps to release emotional blockages also, not just physical blockages. So it's like wow. you're going to get a, an overall, it's just going to help you in every way, whether it's spiritually, emotionally, physically. Wow. And like I said, it also helps to raise their vibration. So someone who may come to me who may be feeling down, stressed, or depressed, it definitely will make them feel better because it helps to raise your vibration. Is there anything a um, individual could identify with in regards to the practitioner? Like, is there a particular, does every practitioner have their own style or is it like a, a recipe and this is how everyone will, every practitioner will be? Overall, there's, well, there's different forms of Reiki. Um, the one that I practice is Lucy Reiki and we have Rona Reiki. But as far as, um, Reiki of Lucy Reiki goes, which is the lineage that I was attuned under. It's basically going to be the same principle, but yet you have some practitioners may may do something a little different. Like for instance, I use crystals. Sometimes I use crystals. I don't always use crystals. So you can have some practitioners that will use crystals or other modalities within their Reiki practice. So it all it all depends on the individual and what, and what works best for them. Okay. I find that a lot of people that, you know, when you look at um, something spiritual, because Reiki is, is spiritual, right? Very much so, yes. Right. So when you look at what I've, what I've found throughout, 
you know, my experiences is that people who, um, when you start talking to them about something spiritual, they mm-hmm. can't seem to grasp the idea of it being separate from religious. And what would you say to someone who would, uh, this might sound kind of funny, but you know, um, just, just as an example, um, someone said to me, I said, Hey, you know, you should try to, you know, do some research on the chakra system. Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, well, so Christians don't have a chakra system. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, um, what would be your enlightenment in the moment? for someone who doesn't understand the difference between religion and spirituality. Yes. I noticed a lot of times people that are religious, they use religion and spirituality interchangeably, almost like they're the same thing, but they're actually not. Um, religion is, is more like, it's more of having a faith and believing that I guess a divine force, God is, you're going to come back and save you and you have to live a righteous life, et cetera, et cetera. And then with spirituality, is more of connecting with the spiritual aspect of yourself. Now, it doesn't matter what religion you are. We all have a spiritual body, whether one realizes it or not. Right. And especially here in the West, um, we're taught that, you know, it's almost taught like, okay, we just have a physical body. So a lot of people ignore the spiritual aspects of themselves. But whether you believe that in spirituality or if you have a spiritual body, it does exist. And having the chakras within our body, it just aligns with who we are. And that's our spiritual birthright as spiritual beings. You have certain spiritual gifts. And that goes, it coincides with our physical body. It's like you really can't have one without the other. And a lot of, the, and a lot of times when we're just focused on the physical or just living a physical life. That's where the imbalance comes in because you're neglecting that spiritual part of yourself that does exist. And then that's when you can run into issues with having physical or mental disease within the body because they're out of line and there's, they need to be in sync. So spirituality is more of going within, with going within and learning who you are as a person and what your life purpose is on this um, physical plane. And usually once you tap into that spiritual part of you, it just, everything just seems, it's like all the puzzle pieces fit. And it's like you're back in alignment. So you really can't have one without the other. And even back in the day when they said Jesus Jesus was um, going around and laying hands on people, I really believe that was a form of energy healing. Whether or not if that was Reiki or not, but it definitely sounds to me like it was some form of energy healing. Right. And he seemed like he was a very spiritual person because he traveled to India and Egypt and a lot of these miracles that he was performing, a lot of it is spiritual or things that people cannot (laughs) explain. So he seemed like he was a very spiritual person. And yes, it's like you can't have one without the other. And it's sad to say we in this Western society were really not taught to acknowledge that spiritual aspect of yourself, but it does exist. Mm. Wow, that's very, very interesting because I've encountered so many people who've uh, said that, you know, the more and more they get to see me or what they think they see from the outside, they believe that I'm involved in something that they relate 
or have heard or was told that is negative. Mm-hmm. And I would always say, well, the Messiah that you call Christ was healing people. And so okay. when when we look at all of the cultures and societies of, you know, uh, the healing world today, people on the outside who are not involved in it seem to, you know, here in America seem to push the negative tone on it as if, um, you know, you hear things like witchcraft and things of that nature. So I find what you mm-hmm. just said very interesting because if anybody practiced witchcraft, you know, if healing is going to be looked at as witchcraft and Christ mm-hmm. was the best of them all because the things that he did, everybody acknowledged, acknowledges those things and praises, praise him specifically for those things. Exactly. And it's just one of those things where, you know, a lot of times spirituality is looked upon as woo-woo or something negative. There's just a stigma attached to it. But in actuality, they want to say, make it seem like it's something negative, but it's, it's not something that's really positive. And if it's something that's going to help, help you and make, and help to make you a better person and keep you healthy and rejuvenated and alive, then it's like, it's, it basically speaks for itself. You're seeing right. all these positive effects from it and how can it be negative? Right. 1000% correct. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful that, you know, you, have had your experiences and received your inspiration, you know, to do what it is that you do. I know most often people, I mean, everywhere, that's, it's just the thing now, you know, everybody everywhere is looking for some level of healing, you know, and generalizing it. It's like, it's all about making good people better, you know? So from your perspective, like you said, they can call it whatever they want to call it, but you know, you believe that Christ, that Messiah, was doing some form of healing ritual that he understood, and you, everybody knows he he was learned, you know, and taught in uh, Egypt, mm-hmm. you know, and so exactly. And he also said, "What I can do, you can do also." That's so it's right. not just limited to just a certain few or chosen few. We all right have that. It's all available to us. Right. If just open to it. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's definitely a fact. Like I was saying, I'm, I'm so pleased to know that you took things on a level that you did to actually not just receive Reiki, but actually now, you know, become a healer yourself, you know, to go out and want to provide a service for people. And, you know, um, I was referred to you, you know, uh, by a brother. And he said, you, you want to bring this sister on the show, man, you know, because what she's personally done for me, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, he vouched and said that it worked. So I just want everybody to to know that I do know people who have gotten involved in Reiki and they don't have stories of failure. They have success stories. And so before we look at a thing and want to condemn it or, you know, not embrace it, you know, we need to just do a little bit of research and everybody wants to be better everybody wants to improve and um i'm i am about to myself go heavy into uh reiki okay that's great that's good to hear yeah yeah absolutely it's time it's time to you know get things on 
the uh, the higher level. So, yeah. Before we leave, is there anything that you would want to express to the listeners before we uh, get out of here? Um, yes, I just want to reiterate again how important it is to take care of your energetic body. Just like we, you know, take care of our physical body, we have to take care of our spiritual or energetic body um, to create that harmony within oneself to keep one healthy. And Reiki is such, is such an instrumental gift in my life. I just want to share with the world. It's just an amazing journey. And I would say, if you have any questions about Reiki, I'm here to answer them and just give it a try. That's all I say. Don't sometimes don't listen to what other people may people may say negative things about it. But just give it a try for yourself and see how you like it. If you like it, you do, and if you don't, that's great. <laughs> so, if anybody wanted to reach out to you personally in regards to Reiki, how could they get in touch with you? Right now, I practice out of a chiropractor office. It's called Align Wellness, and it's located at 2290 Ben Hill Road here in Atlanta. And the chiropractor there is, her name is Dr. Darnita Henry, and she's a holistic chiropractor. So if you're also looking for chiropractic service, she's great with that. And I also will be practicing out of La Vida Massage, which is in Sandy Springs, Georgia. It's a massage parlor. And coming very soon, they'll be offering Reiki services out of that location also. And um, reaching at, oh, hold on, let me do that. that and that's um, La Vida Massage. And that's 5944 Roswell Road. And that's in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Or you can also contact me at Myrna Coot, M-E-R-N-A Coot, C-O-O-T-E at gmail.com. So those are the ways in which someone can contact me if they're interested in getting a Reiki service. Um, do you have, uh, do you use Instagram, Facebook at all? Um, I am on Facebook also, and I also have um, a Facebook page called Rose Moon Reiki Wellness Center. Wow. So you can reach me at that site. That's beautiful. That's, that is absolutely beautiful. So there you have it, people. Uh, I really enjoyed this wonderful conversation, Sister Myrna. I'm going to ask you to hold on right quick. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. WNT9 Talk Radio. Beautiful sister Myrna Coop. Riki, Riki Healing. Reach out to that sister and be on your way. Making good people better, y'all. Peace.
not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light 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 I am mistakes that I have made or any of the things that cause me pain I am not the pieces of the dream I love